You know what? A coal miner's job is one of the toughest there is. It's like an old fella told me one time, once a miner, always a miner. If you work in the mines, the coal set gets in your blood. That's according to me and according to this song. Come and listen, you fellas, so young and so fine, and seek not your fortune in the dark, dreary mine, where the demons of death often come by surprise. One fall of the slate, and you're buried alive, where it's dark as a dungeon and damp as the dew, where the danger double and pleasures are few where the rain never falls and the sun never shines it's dark as a dungeon way down in the mines it's a many a man I have known in my day who lived just to labor his whole life away like a fiend with his dope and a drunkard is wine a man will have lust for the lure of the mines where it's dark as a dungeon and damp as the dew where the danger is double and pleasures are few where the rain never falls and the sun never shines dark as a dungeon way down in the mines I hope when I'm gone and the ages shall roll my body will blacken and turn into coal then I look from the door of my heavenly home and pity the miner digging my bones where it's dark as a dungeon and damp as the dew where danger is double and pleasures are few where the rain never falls and the sun never shines it's dark as a dungeon way down in the mine. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Rad Broadcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Dawn Show, and this week I have uh, another paranormal investigation for you from another ride-along with our friends Melissa and Brent at Sack Spirit. You can find them at sackspirit.com. Link over to all of their social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Yep, they got a YouTube channel with all their videos of their investigations. And I believe the investigation you're about to hear today will be featured along with those other videos on their YouTube channel. So head up to sackspirit.com to find out more information about the Sacramento Paranormal Intuitive Research and Investigation Team, great friends of ours, and by far the uh, most popular guests that we have here on the Rad Broadcast. No offense to the other guests, you're all great too, but I mean, people just love this stuff. And I, I, I gotta admit, I've become totally enveloped in the paranormal world. And I always had a huge interest in it, 
and I just never really got the opportunity to get into the full-blown investigations until uh, the last couple of years since we have uh, been introduced to uh, Brent and Melissa and the rest of the team at Tax Spirit. So uh, this week, we actually have a, a special guest. Her name is Kristen. And this is a an emergency case. Sack Spirit was able to squeeze Kristen in for a uh, for an emergency investigation because, as you'll hear, there's a lot of dark entities that are surrounding her and her son. Fortunately, her son is safe and he hasn't been harmed anyway. But there have been some disturbing things that have happened that. Uh, Kristen just wants to uh, make sure that she's equipped with all the tools and knowledge and reassurance that what she's dealing with isn't something too dangerous and it's something that she can handle. By the way, after the investigation, I actually have a follow-up from Kristen herself uh, now that it's been a couple of weeks, about a week and a half since the investigation. And uh, she'll she'll be able to tell you how she's doing and, and what it's been like and uh, if it's been in, getting worse or if it's been improving. So stick around for the end of the episode in order to hear what Kristen's been up to since Sack Spirit has been to do the investigation at her house. Now, a little bit of background on the location because it's rich. That You'll get this in a second when I say rich. It's rich with history. As many people know, in the Northern California area, gold was discovered and the gold rush uh, took place practically in our backyard. Um, you know, in, in Coloma, Sacramento, uh, the, the Sutter's Fort, uh, they got the Jackson area. And that's actually where, we, where we're going to take our investigation today. Specifically, Kristen's house is actually neighboring the Argonaut Mine and the Kennedy Mine. There are two neighboring mines that were competitors. While they did play a dramatic role in the economic development of California, they produced $105 million in gold. Uh, the Kennedy Mine has a vertical shaft <laughs> of 5,912 feet and the deepest in the United States. And the Argonaut was the scene of the Motherlode's most tragic mine disaster on August 27th, 1922. 48 miners were trapped in a fire at the 3,500 foot level. Few survived and both mines closed in 1942. 1922, August 27th. That is 98 years ago to this week. The week that this episode is produced. This episode will be released on August 25th of 2020. So that uh, gives us two more days that uh, since this aired, that it will be the anniversary. 98 years. So there's a lot of activity around that area. Um, as you might imagine, if there's something that's that tragic that happens, you can only imagine that there, uh, there, there would be some residual spiritual activity. And it just so happens that Kristen wasn't aware that she has a gift herself. And we'll get into that when the episode starts. Um, and I, you know what? I'm going to actually post this story. I was going to read it, but I think it would just do more justice if I posted it. This is the like original uh, newspaper article from Jackson, California. Uh, it was published on September 19th. So it took almost a month for this story to get out, uh, but it's a whole report on what happened um, at that time, written in the uh, the, the language. I, I want to say the language; it's still in English, but you know what I mean. Like in the 1920s, people talked differently back then. So I'm going to post this story for uh, for all of you who might be interested in the history of the Argonaut and the Kennedy Mines. And if you are familiar with the area, obviously you know that this place is really kind of creepy. It's got some creepy vibes, and Kristen is right there on the the bridge of it. I mean, she's just right there in the backyard of both of these vines. You could see these mines from her house. I'm going to get started here. Uh, Melissa is going to take it away and uh, run through the intro that we did while we were out there, and, uh, and, and it'll basically lay all the foundation for what's going to happen in this investigation. So today we are out here in Jackson, California. 
to help a really, really wonderful client get to the bottom of some energy, some activity, some really disturbing events um, and unsettling events and activity that are going on in her space. Um, some of the activity is just curious. Some of it is just annoying, you know, typical of paranormal energy and activity. Um, but the animals are being upset. The um, child is being upset. Her, her son is experiencing things. She's experiencing things. That's when it really crosses a line for us. We cannot have the vulnerable being taken advantage of or being affected or being harmed in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we want to know why, what is going on, what is our client having to deal with and why and what can we do to help her. Of course, we're going to do the full investigative process. We're going to document as much as we can but ultimately our goal is to resolve as much as possible. So we will be conducting a full blessing and we will also be educating our client um, and empowering her on management because it's pretty clear at this point, um, our client is spiritually gifted in some way, a sensitive and empath and having experiences for her entire life, um, including apparently seeing an apparition um, of a relative at a very young age. All of that kind of stuff really, really, you know, I relate to. I understand that. I appreciate that because that was my truth and that was my experience as well. Um, not knowing what to do with one's abilities, not knowing, oh, should I be, you know, doing this or that, how to engage energy, grounding, all of that kind of stuff. It's really important to just kind of have the right tools in your toolbox and that's what our client deserves, to have the right tools, and we want to give those to her. So she doesn't have to be having nightmares and seeing shadows and the dog being frightened and not wanting to come in and, and so on and so forth. Um, we had to be given just a little bit of um, pre-information um, coming to this case because we did give it an emergency slot because of the fact that it was getting um, out of hand, it was escalating, and there was a child and animals involved. That kind of adds to the the fire for us to really want to get in and do something and help any way shape or form interesting choice of words <laughs> and, and indeed it is because as some people might know Jackson California um, has a few really significant historical locations the Kennedy and Argonaut mines um, they are basically the property of Kennedy Mine property is all back in here. And the Kennedy and Argonaut Mines are right in this region, right around us. And so August 27th, 1922, there was a horrific tragedy um, at the Argonaut Mine. And 47 miners were um, killed in basically a fire went in through some of the shafts about, they were, I think, about close to 3,000 miles, or, yeah, 3,000 feet, uh, yeah, no feet miles. down. <laughs> I was like, my way, no, feet uh, down. And basically, they just, they got trapped. They, they couldn't get out. They were pushing themselves farther and farther back in the mine, thinking they could get out, or, or maybe they would just hide until somebody could come help them. And so they did... Um, put some bulkheads up, they tried to block out things, they did everything that they thought was right to buy some time. Um, it took weeks to recover the bodies out of the mine. 
after that, um, after they kind of tested things out and figured things out and did some, you know, studies and so forth, they found that the miners had about four hours where they actually survived. And this was based on um, carvings on some of the walls. They used different materials, whatever they had, 3 a.m., 3.15 a.m., people are passing out. The last note on the wall said 4 a.m. and nothing else. So it proved that that was the last person that could document something and the last person that was awake was at 4 a.m. And then we would assume shortly thereafter, one by one by one, all of these men who were just trying to make a living and just trying to do their job at a pretty fruitful mine, uh, mind you, um, they never came back to see their families. They never made it out. People were waiting and waiting and waiting to hear. And finally they heard. And uh, it actually, they only got 46 of the miners out um, at the initial kind of onslaught of retrieving the remains. The final um, miner did not get retrieved out for a whole nother year. They figure he just kind of got washed down a little farther in some of the, the efforts to extinguish the fire. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of energy that comes with a tragedy like that. There is a lot of energy that just comes from the gold country and the motherlode um, region in general. Uh, there is a lot that, that goes along with this. I mean, there are the, the greed of finding the gold, getting, getting the money, getting all of that. They, they want, you know, to, to succeed and to have, have the, the maximum amount they can get out of these mines. And the Kennedy mine and the Argonaut mine made some good, good money. They were technically competing mines, but they were joined by one passageway that initially, yeah, in the kind of right when the tragedy happened, that was actually blocked off and they tried to unblock it to go and rescue them. Um, but now it's just one big historical complex. They are all one historical monument together and remembering the past, remembering what has happened here. And that kind of energy um, from greed to crime to women of the night and everything else that has caused a haunting imprint on this type of location. I am not surprised that people are having profound activity within this whole kind of general neighborhood. Um, our client adds to the mix by being spiritually gifted. And that in conjunction is the perfect storm, unfortunately, where managing activity is going to be a very delicate and a very precise thing where she's going to have to be very engaged in keeping things at bay and setting those boundaries. And that's what we want to help her do. We want her to know that the power truly is in her hands and she has all of the resources that she can possibly need, not only within herself, but now with us um, as, as spirit so we can make sure she feels secure and safe. Um, we are also documenting this um, in the time of masks and social distancing. So for the majority of the case, we will be staying at least, if not more you know, than six feet apart from everyone, just for obviously the rules, regulations, safety. When we have to be in closer quarters, we do have our proper uh, PPE to uh, keep ourselves safe and following all the protocol, of course, and also keeping our clients safe because we want uh, her to be well and, and to be healthy. And we have our amazing, lovely, wonderful 
rad podcast uh-huh. um, buddies with us as well and they are donning their their masks and their joy and all of their kind of fun stuff as well and tr- you know kind of toughen it out with us um, just to get some resolution um, for for our client who um, when we go in we can talk to them a little bit more um, there is a uh, connection with them as well um, finding helping us find this particular client and um, letting us know how dire uh, the situation um, that she is truly in so with that said I think we should go in we should uh, debrief her on the things that we're going to do figure out what we've been feeling what's going on I do feel a lot of milling around I feel a lot of like cross traffic a lot of walking I see pacing and walking around this area and I do feel two distinct souls in her space that are very loud Um, I think they're actually protective, but they're very nervous and they're very loud right now. Um, There is definitely a female that is extremely um, anxious to be heard. So we'll see what we can find out and if we can get to the bottom of this and make things just a little bit better. So we were heading back up to Kristen's house and we actually ran into Kristen's neighbor. Her name is Rachel and she's a very nice lady, Uh, but she also seemed to really want to open up right away about the stuff that was going on in the area and stuff that might have happened at Kristen's house prior to her moving there. I I think she's only been there for a couple of years, not very long, Uh, but Rachel, the neighbor, had some very interesting stories to share. It's a little warm out here, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like Satan's armpit. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good way to put it. It's more like this. It's like the devil farted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say taint. I'm sorry. <laughs> this person was visiting us like a couple months ago, and she, uh, I guess, is sensitive, so she can feel things around her. So she took a bunch of pictures of right out there where you guys were just filming and sent them to a medium and she was yeah and she was she was saying that she got the feeling that these were all uh folks from the um the cave-in the accident and also there is one uh this face i guess was has been following this chick around in all of her pictures it was like a guardian spirit or something like that i don't remember which one she was telling me oh it's right there (laughs) <laughs> we have, like, right before uh, the people before her moved in, we were sitting out here, you know, chatting on the porch, and we knew this place was empty because we watched the people move out, we watched them do all the renovations, and all of a sudden, like, the doorknob and door just started violently shaking like oh, someone wow. was trying to get out, and we are just sitting there like... It's a common thing. What yeah, is going on? What's going the door, on? The door unlocking... And uh, the people who did move in before her, their little girl kept seeing someone in the closet. Like, she talked to him, and we called him Fred the Demon because, like, he turned the lights on and off. He'd whisper in people's ears, saying really nasty stuff. And you could just feel it when you walked in the door. Like, ooh, it's... Yeah, it's... Like, there was one time, nobody believed me because we've been drinking, but over there in the little alley, I don't know if you want to look over there and in between, like, right there where the machine shop is, there was one night, it was maybe that big, it looked like a naked monkey, just, I got a really weird vibe, so when it started toddling towards me, I took off. I don't, it looked like a little demon, like an imp. Hmm. And mine. Did it look like it had like three toes? Did it have three toes? I don't know. Did I didn't it have ears? Yeah, it had ears and it was kinda going like that towards and was it about me. Gay tall? Large yeah, eyes, small mouth. 
I saw it coming towards me. I ran. I would do. I didn't look at it too close. I got, I got a malevolent feeling from yeah. it. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, hey, I want to play. They're connected to mines. Mm-hmm. So there's oh. a documentary called Hellier. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. in Kentucky. And they have yeah, a lot but, of the same but reports. This was before the before Chris moved in. It, it would, it's just, a, it's like a mind thing. It's like mm-hmm. there's some huh. sort of subterranean little imp creatures, creatures that mm-hmm. uh, they're associated with the paranormal. And typically they have a very old kind of almost demonic presence and energy and they can amplify areas that they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot that of people sense. don't want to admit it, but there's a lot of murders up here. Because oh, yeah. we've got mine shafts that go down like that two, three hundred yeah. feet. And if you don't mind trespassing, you can see the claw marks all over the walls because oh, you know people are throwing bodies down there. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, that, you're right. It's, it's horrible. It's a sad thing and, and tragic thing to say, but it is a distinct reality. They have something available to them to utilize it. And it's like that unfinished business, like, sorry, I watch way too many ghost hunting shows. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we are. We are we're a paranormal team. It, it's, this is what we do. This is why we're trying to help. We're trying to get for a little bit of balance and just kind of figure it out a little bit. But we're just saying, like, right near a mine and historical area yeah, and, and with all the tragedy, of course there's going to be activity. There are two cemeteries down that way. Right. One of them is Serbian Orthodox. The other one's Christian or... No, the... Yeah, Christian, so, the Catholic country. There's a, a, yeah. a phenomenon called Tommy knockers in yeah. mines, too, where right. they will hear, you know, like, uh, knocking and slamming. And it, it's, sometimes it's to warn the miners to get out, or it's, or it's to say, mm-hmm. oh, we're about to get you. And they sometimes have been thought to be dark or, you know, nasty type of entities. So it could be something like that, too. Hmm. That's creepy. Well, let's go where it's cooler and yeah, sure. yeah. we're going to cool down a little bit. Away yeah. from the smoke. <laughs> Thank you very much for sharing this. Of course. Sure. If you Thank have you any so more much. questions, she knows yeah. where we live. Appreciate that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Rachel. Come on. Now, this next clip I wanted to play for you that uh, was actually recorded towards the end of the night. So, I mean, you didn't really need to know that, but I felt like it was important because uh, th- there's just something about this clip that that it just feels right to put right here because it helps display the weirdness that's been going on. Uh, it's actually a, a audio from Kristen's phone. She was taking video of her dog, Hank. Yes, the same kind of dog, same dog name as, as Dawn's. Uh, black lab Hank, but this is a uh, this was just a uh, I can't remember the name of the dog. I think it's I think it was like a uh, a pit mix. I think rescue, gorgeous dog, super friendly, and never really has any issues. But then one day the dog was acting up, like looking around, like something was really freaking it out for for no reason. You know, there's just something weird, some some kind of uh, spook or something going on. And uh, as Kristen's asking the dog Hank, what's going on? You hear this maniacal laugh in the background. You can't miss it. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it, and it's gonna play a couple of times within this clip. And you just gotta, you just gotta hear it for yourself. And this is just gonna help display some of the weirdness that's been going on. Now we ask questions like, could this be the neighbor? Could this be? Uh, it's just some residual sounds from other places in the in the area. Uh, but you know, Melissa has a perfectly good explanation for what we were experiencing when we were listening to this video. What do you see? Come here. Hank. Hank. Dude, that's 
Hey, I didn't hear it. So anxious. When you start playing that video, he starts going. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, buddy. So, and I, I didn't hear. And so you didn't hear audibly. No, I didn't hear it. Uh, I actually didn't even hear it. I posted the video on Facebook and one of my girlfriends was like, do you hear that around this many seconds? And I'm like, what? And I replayed it multiple times. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And no, I didn't hear it. It was about 1230 at night when I took that video and there was nobody outside. It was literally me just out there when Hank happened and that was caught. And you couldn't have been one of the neighbor's laughing through the wall but i mean if it was why would it be those three distinct laughs and you mm. don't hear it at all through the rest of the video mm. and the fact you didn't hear it while well, you were there that's the only thing is like i thought i thought of that what brandon was saying too but it seems like if it was loud enough for your phone to pick it up and it was coming through the walls of one of the other neighbors you would have heard it Right. Yeah, and you didn't yeah, and you yeah. Know neighbors enough. You would have been like, oh, that's well, I, No, I was talking. I mean, yeah. you can hear me talking through yeah, it. So I, I had no idea. Like, <laughs> what do you see? Come here. Hank. Yeah, Hank. Yeah, it's like a, it Hank. Like a residual. It, it sounds like a, like a residual sound, though an actual active spirit just like a residual playback energy voice loop but you'll hear that in a lot in old buildings you and know mm-hmm. it's you know, similar to singing, the crying laughing, yeah yeah those kind of things you'll hear as a residual type of energy um in, in a lot of haunts it's just at the right date time uh, everything is popping off and all you know it's all there and then boom that replay of either that laugh or that cry. well battlefields are a great example of that gettysburg mm-hmm. They hear cannons and gunfire all the time. People are getting recordings out there. Middle of the night, nobody's out there. Nobody's firing off anything. But here's this, you know, gunfire and cannon fire that they're hearing. It's the residual memory of that sound that just replays and replays and replays. That's essentially the stunt tape theory. Yeah, it's the same, basically the same principle, yeah. All right, at this point, we are heading back into... Kristen's house, and we are about to start the investigation, but first, Melissa likes to do a walkthrough that uh, blind. She, she doesn't want to use any um, any guides. She doesn't want to use any uh, devices or, or uh, meters or anything but her intuitive senses in order to really get a feel for the space and what's going on in there. And Melissa is about to do the walkthrough in Kristen's house. Sometimes I hear screaming out there to one point where yeah. I called the police because I thought it was like homeless people and it sounded like somebody being murdered. So I called the cops and went to go take a look at them. There was nobody out there, no homeless, no nothing. So it was just random screaming coming from the field. And that's happened. That's not creepy at all. No, not at, well, and, not at all. And that actually reminds me of a case that, um, from before that that we are familiar with um, up in Loma Rica. Same oh, kind yeah. of same kind of phenomena happened. I mean, the screaming was right on top of everybody, and they all bolted down there. There was nowhere for anyone to go. There was there was it was, but the screaming was right there, and they could see nobody was there. The cops got called. The whole same thing. It's. Usually when that kind of thing happens, it's sort of a, 
a loop or a echo of the past or an echo of a, an event, a traumatic event that is somehow, some way replaying on the space. And so it's not necessarily, they're not going to come and attack you or anything, but you're hearing a horrific replay of something that's got, you know, gone on who knows how many years before you were ever here, or maybe even before any of these, you know, residences were here. It could have been way back in mining days and somebody got killed, you know, so. And isn't Quartz Crystal known for being like the replayer? Like yeah. almost it's, it's like, a, like yeah. a VHS, like it'll just kind of rewind and play. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're a few days away from the, 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 tra the tragedy. Yeah. yeah, so clearly there's something going on that's kicking up the energy, that's kicking up the activity in this location um, to, like you said before, you were kind of managing and all of a sudden things have taken a really dark and dramatic turn to where you're barely sleeping, um, the animals are scared, all of that kind of stuff. And those, they're so cute and they're so sweet, you know, and Look at those little faces. <laughs> My good boys. Look how adorable they are. Well, they don't need to be scared. <laughs> so, you know, we we want to get some resolution. <laughs> Even for the, the 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 rowdy, you know, little little guy. We want we want everyone to be happy. Come here. He wants a treat. Well, <laughs> we acknowledge them now they want treats. So Overall, I feel that there is a bit of a perfect storm going on in, in this space. We've got a sensitive mixed with clearly a profoundly historical location. And anytime you're in close quarters with either houses that are close together, duplexes, apartments, um, any of those types of situations where it's really close quarters energetically, not only are you going to get all the stuff that's historical about this space, but then you're gonna get everybody else's drama and everything kind of mishmashing together. Neighbor two doors down has a fight. You're sensitive. There's spirits out there to get irritated. And it just sort of wafts in kind of like fog into your space and wreaks havoc. And then you don't sleep good for a week. And this, you know, all these things, just it domino effects. You have all of this energy and it's just not dissipating and it's not respecting your boundaries for anything. Um, so we want to try to reverse that a bit, um, to say the least. Super crazy that the fact that she said that it's an older woman. So after Hank started, after that ordeal when he wouldn't come inside, he was really freaking out. The next morning, I went down to go ask the manager if she had any history of who previously lived here, if anybody has passed away. She said um, about, I, I was, she didn't know, but one of the older tenants who's been here for 30 years oh, okay. said that an older woman passed away in one of these buildings, oh, or in these complexes, yeah. uh -huh. in this, but she wasn't sure what one. And that was about 10 years ago. Oh, good. So that just... Well, I mean, it does seem helpful. For the validation, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Val it's thank you for the validation. Okay. Okay. I like validation. Uh, that always helps me. But I feel like she's here to protect. Okay. And she's particularly concerned um, with your son, like making sure he is safe. That that is like her obsession. And so he may remind her of somebody that like she left behind. So she's like, oh, no, 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 everything's fine, everything's fine, you're okay. Like, she's trying to do that kind of behavior. 
is sort of what I feel. Am I walking through? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh, that's my sense, right? Hmm. He seems a little sensitive too. Like, like that. Like I feel electricity. We want, probably want to measure this with some of the meters. He's been extremely over emotional for him the mm. last two weeks. Like everything is making him cry. Mm. He he's thinking he's in trouble when he's not in trouble. No matter how many times I'm, but you're not in trouble. You're fine. You know, you're not in trouble. And he comes and he's like, I need. What was what just happened? There? The hat just fell off of the wall. And I wasn't, I'm pretty sure I wasn't touching no, it. You might have knocked into it. I don't know. No, that's... It's way up there. I don't think no, so. No, this is hooked. No, if you put this it is back, hooked. I was leading on the, the ball right here. Okay, so Could you have touched it? Could have this have knocked it over? Uh, maybe. If you hit it with a boom, maybe. You could try, you try to, to reproduce it. it. Yeah, I Were they I both? I just, yeah. It's I always good to debunk. Like that? Yeah, that's kind of... No. They're solid there. Unless y'all want to see it from my point of view, which when that happened, oh, that thing, yeah. ju that thing jumped just, and hit me in the hip. It just fell off. Yeah. Um, so. Like I said, and recently I it's had cute. bread out of my pantry fly into my kitchen while my son and I were making popcorn last week. That that terrified my child and kind of freaked good. me out. <laughs> so. Yeah, I am right. I mean, and I'm sure the camera caught the sound of that flying off. I mean, the viewers may think that I ran into it, but neither Brendan nor I did. And it oh, hit, it hit me. Movie, you I saw was, it. I, well, I just watched it. They yeah. just went. Think. And it hit. It flew off with such force that it hit me in the hip. Yeah. Yeah. You would have had to do. Excuse me. You would have had to do this. You would have. Yep. That's what you would have had yeah. to do. Yeah. They're they're solidly on there. Yeah. So. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> God darn it! Now I gotta pick up your mess. So I I honestly feel like. He may have some receptive energy to the other side. Um, so dreams, that kind of stuff, um, feeling, sensing, picking up on things. But you're you're clearly the more uh, advanced um, in spiritual perception. But um, yeah, that lady is in here. She's just like, she's almost trying to sing like a lullaby. Like I hear singing. I hear a soothing, sweet singing coming out of her. Could any of this cause my son's bloody noses in the middle of the night? Because he's, he's never had bloody noses up until we moved here. And um, it always happens between 1 and 3 in the morning. And it's always constant. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. He rarely gets them during the day. But it's at well, least a once to twice a week so, thing. So what I'd like to... I don't... The woman is not doing it. She's trying to protect him. Um, one of the other energies could be causing issues. But I'd like to take some environmental readings in here before I am sure, because I know there's a lot of spirit activity in here. That is obvious. I mean, that there's no denying, well, we're gonna denying that. All the gear on this one. Yeah, I want to measure some environmental data in here because if the humidity is not right in here, um, that could dry out his nasal passages, and it could be a very scientific reason. Mm -hmm. And we want to validate that. We Good don't. Point. We, we don't want to just say, oh yeah, 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 no, the ghost is punching him in the face. Well, no, that may not be it. You know, it's it could just be dry air, um, right. and you know, and. I, I've had a lot of like asthma and allergies and stuff when I was younger and it caused a lot of issues. So um, I'd like to take some readings in here. The woman seems to be very protective. She seems very interested in protecting him. 
and then there's a couple other I'm feeling other energies in this space and I'm trying to figure out who they are but they're drawing me all over the place the woman is very present in here she's very busy in here there does seem to be um, a gentleman with uh, brown hair and a little bit broad-shouldered man maybe maybe 30 if that um, it's kind of darker brown like kind of close to uh, Brandon's hair color kind of similar to that sort of shade um, and he just he's like wandering around the space I don't know what he's doing here yet he hasn't said anything to me and there's an older male um, he's got to be 70 80 years old give or take um, a little wiry little opinionated and crotchety um, he <laughs> but he's kind of funny he's actually got like a, a very sarcastic energy about him that I sort of like so I don't know what he's wanting he may I don't know if he's connected to you or if he's connected to the mind he's not really showing me yet he's just kind of wandering in what I'm sorry describe his hair again um so he's a little tall-ish kind of wiry framed um, his hair does seem like salt and pepperish, and um, and he's just God, he's got this really sarcastic wit about him. He's just very snarky, but I but I like him. I mean, I, I like the guy. He he doesn't seem to be causing me any issues, uh, but he's just here. So I mean, for what it's you got a lot of dead people here. It's gonna take me a long time to sort these some bitches out. So I I'm gonna keep working on them one by one. Uh, but you yeah. Thank you for validating that I'm not crazy. No, no, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. No, you, you are definitely not nuts. Um, and I just saw a small figure follow Haley, so that was good. Okay. Um, um, get to that bottom of that one in a minute. And, yeah, there is definitely activity here. Um, there's a lot of residual, though, which residual hauntings are the type of haunting that, um, basically, like I was saying earlier, it's a record player. It is over and over and over again, the same types of things repeating and repeating and repeating. They're not an intelligent haunt. They're not an intelligent entity. They can't actually harm you, but you might feel them, see them, um, see the walking around, hear the knocking, you know, making noises. They may even accidentally affect the environment, but they're only repeating a pattern. They're not actually here to do anything to you. Yeah. But that kind of heavy residual could still make somebody extremely uncomfortable if it's to that degree. And that was a dog tail that did yes, that one. That I can debunk that one. Yes, <laughs> there is a there is a man that doesn't belong. Um, he is actually making me uncomfortable. Uh, I think I need to go to your room because I think that's where he's hiding. That would oh, probably make a lot of sense for me. I gotta figure this out. Houston, um, this man, he's um, about 40, 45, um, he's not well nourished, um, very argumentative, antagonistic, he's an alcoholic, uh, he, he drinks a lot. Um, he spends more time drunk than he does sober, he says, and he, um, 
women and there's multiple women that he's done something to or to with. He's not here all the time. He says he he roves. He roves this area and sometimes he gets in bed with people and like moves the bed or touches the bed or you might feel a shift in the bed. And I, I don't mean to make you cry, I'm sorry. Is, is that something that's happened to you? <laughs> Just me feel like I'm always lucid dreaming, like I'm asleep, but I'm not, I'm conscious and I can't get that sleep. <laughs> I think that that would that kind of activity of a of a sort of a a lewd spirit getting in bed with you would definitely make you feel trapped, make your body feel trapped, make you feel like you can't move, make you feel like you can't almost like you can't breathe, um, kind of like sleep paralysis. That's exactly that, that's what I've been telling him. Okay, yeah, because I feel like he's triggering a lot of that. I I have means to remove that type of thing. So help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get real dis, uh, displeased when it comes to those type of energies because I feel like he actually, um, this is older because he participated in um, like women, with women of the night type of thing and I believe that he killed several of them is kind of how I feel about, about his energy. So he's a predator. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's and a sexual one at that. Yes, yes, he, he is not a nice man. Um, he died about when he was probably close to 50 just because he finally just rotted his organs out. So, yay uh, for him. But that bad lifestyle and that traumatic death he just decided, well, I'm probably going to hell anyway. So. So now he's in purgatory, essentially. Yeah, in, in, in for lack of a better term, except for he's basically earthbound. He's trying to live here on earth and still do things. So he needs to kind of, I, I can remove him. I'm going to remove him. My question to you, because my ex that I recently separated with um, was an extremely bad alcoholic oh. and we separated because he tried to sleep with my little sister Wow! and after this is when the nightmare started and it's gotten really negative hmm. in here very suffocated to where I don't even want to come into my own home yeah. it's just very trapping and then that's when the nightmares started yeah I, I can see that so I'm I, I hate to think that I'm picking up. I feel like that entity really related to him, and they like their energies. Yeah, uh, he's got, got their, their energies got along. Um, and what now that what he's pissed because his buddy isn't in the house anymore? <laughs> like, <laughs> like his drinking buddy? I don't. Know. I mean, he was <laughs> related to him, and maybe he figured that guy had dibs. So, you know, he just clearly wasn't as interactive with you, but now that you're vulnerable and alone, you know, and, but you're not the only one in this uh, area that he is doing this to. You know, waking up, traumatizing. Some people might be getting more, like, worse things, and some people might be getting just less. Just the feeling of being, like, uncomfortable, that kind of thing. Um, 
yeah, this is not ideal, but I definitely feel like um, your ex's natural inclination to be the way he was was already him, but it probably got dialed up a notch or a few, a two or a few, you know, being in an environment with an entity like that. It just brought out his natural problems even more to the forefront, which in a, in a weird way is kind of a mixed blessing because you got to see who the person really was and not waste your entire time on trying to fix somebody else, you know, so. In a weird way, the universe did you a favor. Yeah, right. essentially. <laughs> I mean, it sped up a process that was going to, you know, happen anyway. Um, he was always going to be who he was, but this other entity just put the fast forward button on things. So I feel like that's... Um, Definitely a factor. We we need to fix this. Please. Yeah. I want to sleep. I haven't slept in almost two months. It's been oh, really Jesus. bad. And a single mom working full time. It's it's draining. It's exhausting me. I can't I can't keep doing it. That was a big part of why we you know found a, an emergency spot because I mean when somebody is suffering to this degree and you're being affected, it's affecting your child, it's affecting the animals, that's simply not okay and it's something that I, I, I won't stand for. So we, we need to fix this and we need to fix this sooner rather than later. So I think I'd like to take some meters through the place and just do a little sweep, figure some stuff out. Um, definitely want to take some measurements to see if there's anything adding to it that's natural, that's not paranormal. Um, and then kind of get to the bottom of it because I really think that there's there's a lot of different layers to this that it's it's not just one simple thing it's multifaceted and so we we got to get you managing this so you can actually get some darn sleep for crying out loud <laughs> but yeah I think we'll we'll break out some meters and perfect get to the All bottom right. of it how do you feel about things Brandon pick up anything feel anything yeah I am but I'm waiting to do the meter readings to like really oh, get into it because that. I'm just you thinking about getting the sound of the best picture. But I'm definitely picking things up. felt really good. I don't know if it's because you kind of like cleared it out. Everything runs away from me. That's And that's what I'm imagining because yeah. like as soon as I came out, it feels pretty good. But then the more we stood in there, the more rigid it's almost like it's like creeping in yeah 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 like um, it's like oh crap who's that and oh wait yeah. here let me poke at you a little bit i felt that when the hat came off of the wall mm -hmm. i thought it was me because i felt the energy pull, mm -hmm. pulling it down um yeah that was like right off the bat i felt you know that room was definitely oh, there's gotcha. there's weird there's weird stuff going on in there that old lady is trying to help she really is mm -hmm. she's genuinely trying to be helpful but it's one spirit. I mean, there are so many things happening in this space. Yeah. One little nice little old lady, but she can't do it all by herself. Exactly. She needs a leg up and well, I mean, obviously that's why we're here is to give her that leg up, but. I have never thought of apartments being more concentrated because mm -hmm. there's more people, but oh, yeah. it makes total sense. It's like a sardine can. So they're not just, they are probably staying in certain places for longer periods of time, but they mm -hmm. can just move freely about. Yeah, because I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, it's like osmos they're just going through the walls. I mean, it's there's no boundary for a lot of these a, a lot of these energies. So I mean, and this was built after the 
mining. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the, the mine. Yeah, it was closed a long time. Ago. Well, the I mean, it's been a historical landmark for quite a while, and they they do tours. Well, they used to before, whatever COVID time. But um, you know, now they just. And I wonder too, because of all of this, and people don't get to go there and have fun and have good times and and take the tours of the mine. Like the animals the, at the zoos are lonely because yeah. people can't come to them. So maybe something. The spirits similar. are restless, probably, because wow. nobody's coming to visit and learn about their history and and hear the stories of their you know journey. Very interesting. So, that's just a theory, but yeah. it, it's kind of. You mix all these things together. Like I say, it's a perfect storm. There's like all these different things happening all in one place here. And it's just to get to the bottom of it. I mean, we're not going to be able to peel back every single layer, but I want to peel back enough to where everyone can sleep at night. Sounds like somebody is, has something to say in there. You said there was somebody pretty vocal. Yeah, mm-hmm. the female seems like she, well, she's at least vocal to me. I don't know if she'll be comfortable with the equipment, but yeah. maybe. I mean, yeah. we can invite them. I, you know, like you know about the dead, you can't make them do anything. It's true. Yeah. All you can do is give them the opportunity. Yeah, I just want to leave it in there just to see if anything. What is beeping? That's like K2 meter. Why is it going off like that? That's a very good question. What's going on in this place? I don't know, but help me. (laughs) (laughs) Help me. That's what we are here for. We we We, we barely had them on and they're just... They're going off. This is... Confirmation. Yeah, but like I said before, it was never suffocating. Yeah. Until it has been in the last almost two months has been really oh, heavy to where like I, I wonder if it's the REM pod in the other I room. I don't want to come inside. Not this. I sit outside after right. my son's yeah. asleep. Excuse me. I can't out. breathe in here. I don't blame you. Okay, what? There's a Q2 meter going crazy. Could uh, you back off, please? I was getting geophone hits on, on the uh, on the Yeti meter. Jesus, dude. I, I've never heard it do that before. Thank Everybody you. Everybody comes in here and it stops. Well, what if I walk out? Because it stopped when I walked in. Yeah, right? What a jerk that entity is making me very annoyed what boo bear say said how old are you oh just that's a that's a trigger question where it's right. trying to get the entity to interact when it says stuff like that tickles or i like to hold hands or that kind of thing or it's warm in here that's something interacting with it if it says what's your favorite color that kind of stuff is the kid two going off again yeah, i'll go deal with the kid two all right because i want to check both rooms just to see if there's some Nah, are you filming? Okay. Do you want me to get... Can I get yeah, go into the, his room first. It's not his room. Well, I still want to document it and get it, narrow it down, and then we... Her room is going to be... We're going to spend a little more time in. Yeah, because there's a lot more problems. Um, so, we just... We need to deal with both rooms. So, yeah, I got it too. Gosh. What's a good one? That, that one walked right through. Do you yeah, feel it? Yes. It, it, complete chill. It walked right through it. It's, it's, I feel like I need to do the poltergeist. <laughs> I can smell her. What happened? It, so, we had the energy walk right through us. We both got cold chills. Okay. Right uh, after. The, and, the, and the boo bear, you know, I was like, oh, that tickles. Then we both got a cold rush uh-huh. and, and tingles. You don't get to mess with me like that. I can validate that. I've been getting EMF all over the place. Okay, there's mm-hmm. still hits on that. Gotcha. So multiple meters and multiple layers are validating the feeling we just had. That we, was, it's still like, it's like, yeah. Elect, it's not like, ooh, I got a chill. It feels like my skin was electrified. Yeah, like, like electric cobwebs. Yeah. Yeah, we know it was you. 
And Brent got uh, four microteslas on the trifield. And the kid was going off, and I just heard Boo Bear say something. Uh, Boo Bear was uh, doing a trigger question. Okay, it okay. Was, that was wild. No, we just we walked in there and it asked the same question. And it never doubles up on the question twice like that. And it asked if I... Is, can you say it again? Okay. It well. never, never does it twice. Any of these devices on the bed can hear you. Go ahead and interact with... Okay. Nice. Or behind you. Yep. Wow. Thank you. Which device is that? That is the K2. If you're the female soul, can you make it pause for a moment? If you're the older gentleman, would you make the K2, the thing you're touching, can you make that stop beeping? Please? Are you just gonna be stuck in a loop? If you're another lost soul that needs help, can you either touch a different meter? Change the tone though. Yeah, I did. All right, so you're, are you lost or are you a miner that's lost? A miner, not a miner. <laughs> a 49er miner. Were you here for gold? Can you change the tone of that meter if you were here for gold? Thank you. Appreciate that. It's the one he knows how to use. Um, I don't feel like you're the negative one though. You seem a little bit young. Not yet 25 is what you're saying? Change to a monotone if you need help from us tonight. One tone if you need help. I'm feeling it though. You're about, what, 22? 23? Ask him if he's scared. I know, I can feel it if he's scared. It's like he's desperate. It's okay. We know you're lost. You want our help and we want to help you. Just back off a little. We're not going to forget about you. I'm going to bless the space. I'm going to help you go home. You want to go home? Change tone. Change tone. He wants to go home. I'll help you get home. You can't come home with me. I'll send you home to your family. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got it. Well, okay, he's he's feeling a little more comforted now. And we're and we're reading some pretty high RF while this is going on too. Is, is there an internet router in here? It's a what? Is there an internet router in here? Uh, not yeah, like in, in this room. Yeah, no, not, not, it could be the cell phone, but let me look at it. Uh, jumping around, but it's been as high as seven. I'm feeling static electricity run through the, my back, yeah, my legs. Okay. And I could hear a visible hum. Once the beeping intensified. Yeah, wow. It's gonna be one interesting task in recording. Yeah. Glad I got it on it. That was wild, y'all. Yeah, we'll, we'll help you get home, son. <laughs> it's all right. That was a trip. Wow. He, uh, he came from somewhere else. He is not from around here. When I started the burst photography, it, it kind of kicked up the activity. Yeah. Too. Like, yeah, no, he didn't like that. 
good now, buddy? This, this young man seems, it almost seems like Nebraska, Oklahoma is kind of the, the, the energy that I'm feeling out of him. And he came out here with some older relatives to get rich. So. Did you come from the Midwest, sir? From the Great Plains? Mm. The whispering in the background is uh, people, people in the hallway. That's fine. We just have to debunk it. Yeah, we just have to tag it in the recording. <laughs> That's fine. The dog is burping. The dog, <laughs> the dog is burping. The people, yeah, it's, it's just, it's a pollute. <laughs> Animal pose. Are uh, you done reacting, interacting with us, sir? You can still play with the bear if you want. I mean, I know you're an adult, but it's fun. I like him. He's Gabe, really he's really soft. Gabe consent. What's yeah. the, <laughs> the the uh, facial lock? It's that's facial locking on the bear, mm -hmm. but not on its face, on its foot. Yeah, we're definitely getting energy here and activity here. Um. <laughs> Yeah, there, there is a lot happening in this space. There are souls that need help. There are souls that have an attitude. There are souls that are just helping. You've got a soup in your house. Yay. Um, some ingredients don't belong in the soup. You know, you have a nice chicken noodle and you got this big old hunk of, you know, crap just right in the middle floating the top of your soup. This is not, this is not ideal. RF just jumped to 4, 3.4. Yeah, I'm going to go set up my meters while you're reviewing real quick. Okay. We're going in master? Yeah. I can't believe I didn't see it. I'll have to look at it on the computer screen. So you saw a light anomaly with you? I thought I did at this sure. time, but it's not, I didn't see it on the, this tiny screen. I thought I saw a light anomaly. I did. <laughs> I thought I taught it. Well, shit. That's what I say a lot. You say, well, shit. Now, it, it seems, and it wouldn't surprise me the fact that I, I got a little bit on the triboelectric meter. Oh, wow. um, but it doesn't surprise that I didn't get a, a lot in here yet. Because a darker entity, they're going to want to hide. Yeah. I could feel them, but they're not going to want to interact unless I provoke, which I don't do. So, I might push at them a little, but I, I'm not a, typically a provoker. So. We don't need to provoke him to evict them, right? No, no. Have him come, come out. Have him come out of the woodwork a little bit, but I don't really need him to touch these meters. I don't want him touching my meters. They're my meters. None, none of the meters are really doing. Mm -mm. It just is much so of anything. Still in here. Yeah, and that's so much more typical of a dark entity. And like you were saying earlier, a lot of these spirits run from you. They do, they do. They they kind of know like, oh God, she brought the big cleansing kit. You know, they get all pissy and moany about all of that. It's not without its thickness, though. No, no. It feels like um, sort of like heavy Jello. That's what, exactly what I was thinking. Like yeah. if you filled a swimming pool with Jello and jumped in. Yeah, just you're like, just kind of like let's like there's no space for you. Yeah, there's no space for any of you. Mm-hmm. But just whatever. And I don't think it liked that because. Yeah, it feels a little itchy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, whatever it is, it's chilling right here. I can feel it. It won't interact with us. Yeah, well, I'm going to try not to provoke. So I, I would suggest not doing mm -hmm. that because we don't need that. It's just like there's a fog in there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
The assembly of the SLS is a fun little exercise in patience. Yeah. So this is the structured light sensor camera that I'm assembling and, and getting squared away here. It'll take a couple minutes to get it set up and on and all of that. But it will basically map everything. And you may have seen this on some of the paranormal shows where mm -hmm. it's like a stick figure is what it will look like. Um, so if any of them are willing to show up on camera, then maybe we will capture them on yep. this. We might not. They may skunk me. And that, that happens. Um, as with the paranormal, sometimes they're not comfortable coming forward because of either they're afraid of us or they don't want to be removed or they're intimidated or anything. There's a million different reasons why they may not present themselves. I'm just, I'm excited that we're getting like really solid results. Good validation, I, yeah. I just hope that like, in those moments, like I know they're freaky, but their sanity's coming back a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good. I'm sorry. I just want to sleep again. Yeah. You don't deserve this. It's just a lot. I feel it, a lot. I, God, I, I totally understand, and I feel for you big time with all of this. Is anybody in here? I have this fancy newfangled camera thing that will take your picture. It won't hurt. I'm just trying to pan around, so let's go back this way. Okay. I might be able, I might be able to do it. He might be pissed at you. Oh yeah, I know he is. Scott, you. Scott, it's got her, yeah. He stabbed, he stabbed him right in the shoulder, right in the shoulder blade. Is there a reason you uh, don't like me? Why don't you like me? And why are you upsetting her? Why are you giving her bad dreams? It's the nose. It's not okay what you're doing to her. And my cleansing techniques are very effective. You will not be remaining in this location for much longer. So I suggest you show up. Show me who you are. If you need help going home, we can help you. But you cannot stay here, you cannot hurt her, and you cannot affect her. It's not acceptable. It's time to go home. Do you understand that? It is time to go home. You are not allowed to touch me either or anybody here. Are you ready to leave? We just want to bring peace to this home. If you are not here for a peaceful purpose, you can't stay. The loving energies, you're allowed to stay. Everyone else has to go. Well, I guess we might try the spirit box then. Okay. This is a... That's the uh, most aggressive I've heard you. I have a real hatred. <laughs> there is no better term. I have a hatred for pedophiles and rapists. And I mean, who likes them, obviously, but it's personal to me. And I... I, I get a little demanding, especially when I know somebody's being attacked or hurt. It's, it's just not going to be okay. I, it's my job to stand up for the vulnerable. Does it feel like he heard you? Oh, he heard me. He didn't like what I had to say. Um, he was listening uh, very intently, and his replies are just like, you know, we can F and C, you know, kind of giving me that little 
Yeah, he he doesn't necessarily um, think that I can do anything. Oh, boy, is he going to find out. He is going to find out. And that's that's his fault for not believing in what I can do. I will remove him. But no, I when it when it's coming to affecting a family and victimizing a, a female, now I have to get a little above because that's that's I mean it's still non-consensual activity. I don't care if it's spirit realm and human realm, it doesn't matter. He's trying to hurt her. It's not okay. So I am more than content with knocking him the hell out. Are here. Three. 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 Okay. The bears trying to make friends. What about the negative energy? Is it time for him to get the heck out of here? You can take these frequencies and you can answer questions. I know it takes a lot of energy to do this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate anything that you can give us. It, it, it's very valuable information. Who is the female that I heard? Can, can you come back? I thought she said hmm. Did you die here? Are there any men from the Argonaut? Did, 
you. Okay. Did, did you work in the Argonaut mine? Or did you work in the Kennedy mine? What year do you think it is? Gotta be clear. So I'll have to debunk you. Do you know what year this is? And can you tell me? Okay. I know you guys are trying, but if I don't get a lot of responses, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time pushing you guys. Because we have an energy here that doesn't belong that needs to go. Hi. Are there souls here protecting the family? Because I feel that. Just do your, do your best to come forward. Is that a little better? I'm trying to make it easier for you. I see another older guy. Seems to be wearing glasses. And gray hair. Where are you? Your name is Jim? Is that who I'm seeing? Did you live around here, Jim? You gotta answer clearly. Tired. Tired. Well, we won't pressure you. We just want to validate you. That's what the, the purpose of this is, is to validate you. I'd really like to validate you. Are you walking around here, touching everything and appearing all over the place? Is that what you're doing? Just kind of wandering around? Hi. Can you just step forward and talk to me just a little bit? I won't make you. But I would really appreciate if you interacted. Is there any family here that wants to step forward? But if you just need a little bit of help, we're here to help.
Well, don't worry, I'm not gonna take it from you. That was a long time ago. I don't, I don't know if you know that. I have no interest in gold mining. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Say true. <laughs> well, at least they agree. <laughs> oh, come on now. Do you like the animals here? Huge? Yeah, this is kind of a big dog. Or that was a clear one. Hello? Are you guys all from the mine? That's the one. That's the one. She's keeping very happy. Yeah. She's not. Yeah, like she's not. No, we we know, ma'am. You're you're from a different time, and you matter too. Absolutely. Do you need any help uh, with your with your journey, ma'am? Are you just here to help? I know. What was that? <laughs> the afterlife has a little. Are you watching the little boy? Are you protecting him? Who's looking after the family? That's not like a woman. Older woman. Thank you for doing that. Are the nice souls here? Are you going to help us remove the negative one? Could you help me with that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a, yeah. Somebody wants help. Thank you. Whoever wants to help. What is the purpose of the negative man? What? Why are you here? here just to bully everybody? Is that his, uh, his deal? Just to be a bully and take energy? That has to end today. The man that identified himself as Jack. Suddenly he doesn't like me. Go figure. Well, okay then. Uh, no, sir, I, I actually am not a slut. Ooh, that was a weird sound. Did it? It's a little bit hard to hear. 
maybe you're not happy with me. But I am not one of the ladies in the brothel you can just yell at and abuse and, and manhandle. And neither is... Neither is our client here, either. You have to go. You don't belong here, okay? We are going to bring some peace to this home. Girl. You're being a bit of a bully, so it's time for you to leave. And only the friendly energies are allowed to stay. Do any of those souls have any messages to get across before we do the blessing? We're listening. You all have value. You all have meaning. Knowledge. I said, got it. <laughs> so, if you could help me with the blessing and help me clear out that negative energy, that would be appreciated. want you to go into the light if you need to. Anybody wants to go home can by going into that light. You're welcome into that space. We appreciate all of you. Yeah, even you get to go into the light. Whoever, whichever soul you are, you get to go into the light. It's a light. It's time for you to heal. It's time for you to go home. And we appreciate all the souls that communicated, and we are going to conduct a full blessing of the space. You're very welcome. attaches to any of the equipment. Nothing attaches to any of the investigators, to anybody that lives here, the animals, or anybody that visits here. You are just to go off into the light, into peace, or wherever you need to go. This home is only a place of love and light and healing. It's time to move on. We thank you for, for being present. The, the family or protective spirits, you can continue to do your job here. Just don't frighten anyone, please. Thank you very much. a spirit box session and it's why I control it so tightly I control the energy of the whole all the whole flow of it just because I don't take it lightly a lot of people like I said poo poo on on this kind of stuff but you are talking to the other side 
And so it needs to be treated with respect, with dignity. You know, it, there's a real ethical set of boundaries that need to occur when engaging the other side. Um, so a lot of it was background, hard to make out. I would again debunk the majority of it, but there were some really relevant responses in there. Some of them were very nice and friendly and, and some of them weren't. <laughs> which is very typical of when I'm going to cleanse something heavy or dark out. Uh, this very normal for some of them to get a little saucy. Yeah, well, it just reminded me that Main Street was one of mm. the biggest, you know, brothels yeah. that was there. So when that kind of validates a lot of... Mm -hmm. what you're finding in my room what he's saying if yeah yeah he was involved it makes a lot of sense to what i was picking up on and and yeah and some of the responses we got it it all has a lot of relevance and and definitely makes a lot of sense to me too um because there are probably several women that are a little bit confused in their energies and if you are hearing a child crying, I still think it's a residual haunt. I don't think it's an active energy, but it could have been a child that maybe belonged to one of the families from the local mine. Um, maybe the crying of the loss of finding that their father was now dead. Um, could have been, I mean, that could be replaying and replaying and replaying and echoing back over time. Um, hopefully a little bit of of a blessing will lift some of that energy for them and, and clear some of that out. And, and of course the dog wants to walk around and get a little love and pets, which I think is good too. And it kind of is nice though that he seems very happy and very tranquil right now. So that's that's a good thing. That's a good sensation that he's in that sort of zen sort of you know space and they seem very happy right now. Um, and we would like more of that. That's, that's the desired um, result. I think what we'll do is we'll clean up the electronics, get them back into the cases and where they go, and then I'll break out the cleansing kit, and we can talk a little bit about how that looks and what that means for your space. So this would be the part where I would play the outro with Melissa and Brent explaining what, it, what they had experienced, uh, basically giving a rundown of what had happened at Kristen's house and what they were going to do to help rectify the situation and equip Kristen with the tools necessary in order to uh, live a more comfortable life, get that sleep that she wants, uh, get that uh, tormenting energy that, that, that she's been dealing with in her room, and uh, also create those boundaries so that she can be uh, safe and, and feel feels comfortable in her own home with her young son. But unfortunately, that audio, it, it, it doesn't exist. I mean, it exists, but it's just, it's just static. It's crackling. It's not even worth playing. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was that negative energy uh, who uh, didn't want us to hear what, what she wanted to say. I don't know. This isn't the first time this has happened, by the way. I've had this happen on another paranormal investigation that I couldn't even air because the audio had turned out so bad. It's really strange how these things affect the electrical uh, fields around us and, and seemingly my equipment. I don't know what I got to do. Maybe I got to bless my equipment. Maybe I got to get some sort of uh, proton pack like the Ghostbusters have so I can scare the ghosts away. I don't know. But um, I do know that 
Kristen was given a full blessing. Her house was given a full blessing. It was smudged. It was, uh, there was, she used, uh, Melissa used almost her, 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 her arsenal, the entire arsenal of her blessing kit in order to make sure that Kristen felt safe and had her house uh, totally cleansed before they left. And this ended up being, after it was all said and done, probably a five or six hour investigation. It was a long night, but it was worth it. And it was a great experience. And I'm so grateful for Brent and Melissa and the rest of the guy, folks at uh, Sac Spirit to, uh, for letting us tag along. My wife and I have a great time doing this and we can't wait to do it again. And of course, thank you to Kristen for welcoming, uh, welcoming us into your home, allowing us to uh, safely wearing face masks and, and, and coverage. And we had our masks, we had our social distancing on and a very memorable experience. And to wrap up the episode, I have the recap uh, from Kristen herself. We called her up on Zoom and had a quick powwow to see how she was doing, if uh, things were getting worse, if things got better and uh, see what her thoughts were on the whole experience now that some time has passed since that investigation. So Kristen, how are you doing? Um, not too bad. Uh, it's, been, it's been quite a bit to process everything that I not only found out about my home, but about myself. So it's been a little emotional the last week, you know, learning to adapt. But overall, it's been really, really positive outcome. That's usually the case after any of these investigations that the, each client tends to be um, very emotional, not, not not even in the moment, because it can be emotional in the moment, because there's some things that Melissa will bring out that will elicit very uh, dark, not dark, but deep, uh, very emotional things, very sad things, you know, because we're, we're talking about the dead here. Uh, but you were dealing with um, not just dead relatives, but dead visitors, dead people that were, that have already been in uh, your area. So um, describe to us exactly what you were experiencing and has that improved since Sac Spirit has been there? So um, a lot of it started with my front door, you know, unlocking. Uh, We would hear what I thought was my son, you know, crying in the middle of the night, but he would be asleep. I started um, having some personal things go on and my sleep got really bad. I was almost lucid dreaming. I, my home started feeling very suffocated there for a while and which is why I reached out to you guys for some help because it was getting to the point to where it was almost unbearable for me. And uh, since that spirit has came out, it's given me a lot of peace of mind. My home feels like my home now that I know how, what I'm dealing with, what I have going on and how to personally work through that. So I did get actually 10 hours of solid sleep the other day, which I was... No joke. It was absolutely amazing. That's awesome. That's the best news I could have heard. Like, that's fantastic. And you you didn't see this, Kristen, but uh, Haley got a little emotional (laughs) when you mentioned that you feel like your house is your home again, which uh, obviously that's one of the primary reasons that we wanted to have Sac Spirit out there. But I mean, just giving you that peace of mind and that uh, confidence in order to um, deal with what is, you know, could potentially be uh, just disturbing and uh, dis- and just disrupting to your to your daily life. Now, have you noticed that any of the activity that you had mentioned has uh, died down at all? 
Um, from my room standpoint, yes, it's not so hostile and negative in here. Like I said, I am getting sleep, but, uh, I did actually end up having to smudge last night as, uh, um, I uh, heard somebody in my son's room. Oh my. Okay. Well, it's about on uh, schedule. (laughs) There's a little bit of a shadow apparition that I saw in the corner of my eye that, Walked its way into my kids' room, so I did go ahead and burn some sage and kind of made it a little bit more peaceful in there. Good. So I can Good. say from personal experience, when we went into your uh, son's room, that there was a lot more activity in his room than it seemed to be in every other place in your house. Now it was it was your room that had kind of the darker energy that was tormenting you um but that didn't seem to be the case in your son's room right there's nothing really bothering him it's just there's just a lot of activity correct so uh what i did learn through melissa is that there is an entity uh protecting my child in his room being there as more of a guardian for what comes through to me in my way so it's it's a little bit more peaceful knowing that what is in my son's room is there to protect him and to make sure he is safe and content from everything else that's coming coming through. So and when we when we were standing in in that room there was a few moments where a hat fell off the wall off of a hat mm-hmm. rack and nobody was around it, but, but I was standing near it and I can feel some sort of movements along my shoulder when that hat had fallen off and the, the meters were going crazy in that room. And I have all of the audio of that. And it's going to be really cool to, to hear your reaction after, after it airs. Um, but there was a moment where and I think Haley, you were standing in the room as well where we were just standing there watching the meters go do their thing. And then all of a sudden it just felt like this electric oh, yeah. current well, had, was running through my body, up through my legs, yeah. up to my back. And Melissa it, and I were pulling the meters into that room. Okay. We, we had had the boo buddy going, but I we were pulling the, the meters into that room. And for whatever, it was almost like whatever energy was in there was like checking out what we were doing and like kind of investigating it. And like boo buddy was going off when we were walking in Mm -hmm. a lot. Boo buddy was going off a lot. Um, But it was when we set the meters down, it was almost like we accidentally like entered into their space and it passed through both Melissa and me. And then I swapped out of that room and Brandon went in and it went through him too. And I'm wondering if that is actually the protective spirit that's that's basically acknowledging that we were there. Yeah. And, and because it didn't feel like it was a, um, you know, that it that I was in danger. I didn't feel like any negativity. It just felt like energy. Yeah. It's, and it, but I got to tell you, that was the most, most, uh, I think the closest that I felt to um, feeling another spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know how to really describe it, but... I mean, if you unless you go through it and you actually feel these presences, is 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 you don't necessarily know how to describe it or what it what it's like. And I gotta say, I think that was the closest I've ever come to being to an entity uh, paranormally. Yeah, same. It was, uh, it, was uh, it was definitely an eye opener, and you know, we did also have that experience in my son's room from the younger minor that yeah. was desperately trying to call out for help. Oh, that was yeah. so sad. That spirit box uh, audio is is pretty dramatic. <laughs> 
Um, and do, do you think that, that that spirit has has passed on? Um, I do actually, I do just from everything that we heard coming through the spirit box when it was saying home and light Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I do feel like there are other lost presence making their way through, not necessarily so panicked as that one was, but, um, some that need to just try and go home. And based on what Melissa was saying is that you're, you're, basically a lighthouse uh, that you draw the energy near you because what you, you, you probably intuitively knew, but ne- never really understood maybe up until now that you do have some abilities that uh, draw those energies towards you. Um, so do you feel like you would be able to pass them on to the next side or do we got to get uh, Melissa on the case again? Um, I believe with the help through you guys and Melissa and with Haley giving me the proper tools and outlets to actually um, get more involved into this new gift that I discovered that I had. (laughs) That um, At at some point, I think I, I can mentally and, you know, be prepared to go there. So I just need to, this, like I said, this is a whole new opening for me that I've pretty much suppressed my entire life. And it's, uh, it's been a lot to swallow on just exactly <laughs> what I was told about that. I am so much of a light and yeah. I do have a certain gift that I need to hone in on and actually help, help these people. <laughs> so I know that uh, I, I think I mentioned earlier that it just sounds like you were in a much better place than when we left. Granted, we yeah. left at like past midnight. It was like 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah. So we were all pretty exhausted emotionally and physically. But um, honestly, it, it, it sounds like you're a new person. It sounds like you have gotten your power back and you, you it sounds like you're obviously you're well rested. Um, how's your son doing? Has he noticed anything different? Is he um, and, and how much does he know about what happened that night? Um, my son does not actually know too much. I don't, I still think he's, you know, a little on the younger side to fully understand everything that is going on. I, I talked to him a little bit to see if he, if he feels anything in his room or if he hears anything. And as of right now, he doesn't, he's very happy. He's very content. So right now I'm going to, I'm going to keep it that way unless he starts showing me signs that, Things may also be drawn to him as well, as what Melissa may have stated, that my son may also be gifted. Mm -hmm. So until he starts showing me signs of that ability, I'm going to kind of, I don't want to scare him. You know, it's a lot. It was scary for me, so I can only imagine how it'd be for a little boy, you know. And it must be reassuring knowing that he's not showing any of those signs, because if he was, then it would probably be something to the effect of something scaring him, uh, God forbid, hurting him. Um, you know, and, and I think that but I also think that kids don't necessarily feel it the same way we do. I think it's more of a uh, a second nature type of thing. I mean, I don't I remember being a kid and being really imaginative and, and being really creative, but I also feel like it's easier for kids to understand, comprehend the unknown, the unexplainable, because they haven't been tainted by. Well, they're also closer to it. Right. They're closer to where they came from. That's true. Which is where the spirits are usually going. Yeah. Than we are, the older we get. Mm-hmm. So. 
so I think that uh, I, I just think that's great news that um, that he's safe and happy and, and you're sounds like you're much happier now. And it brings me such great relief to hear um, just to hear it. And uh, do you have any advice for anybody that is considering or might be going through something similar uh, that are that would like to reach out to Sac Spirit? Um, just if you feel something in your gut, then I highly recommend looking further into that because I've been pushing this off for a very long time, thinking it might be me. And it finally got to a point to where it was literally eating me inside because I waited too long. And um, it was so much more peaceful knowing that I wasn't making all of this up in my head, that this was actually something. So if, if you have a gut feeling that there may be something going on. Don't torture yourself and actually reach out to people that can help you because it has done wonders for my life in the last week. That is so happy to hear Wonderful that. to hear. Thank you. I got chills. That's uh, awesome. Yay. I know. <laughs> so happy. Well, thank you, Kristen, for taking the time uh, to just to, just to recap and, and see how you're doing. It's really great to talk to you. Um, and I know that Haley will be in touch of course. And, uh, we gotta, we gotta hang out again. I mean, I only met you this once, but I can't wait to hang out again. And oh, uh, most definitely, I, I kind of want to come back and visit there because I, I, I would love to maybe check out the mines a little bit. Maybe do <laughs> we a little bit more lower a camera into the mine, maybe do a little bit exploring, uh, but won't poke, poke and prod anything to, <laughs> to, uh, elicit any more, uh, negative energies, of course. Well, the trails are right in my backyard, and you guys are more than welcome to come up anytime. You know that. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Kristen. Unless you have some uh, dirty, deep, dark secrets that you want to share to me about Haley and her past, <laughs> I think I'm going to let you go. <laughs> That's on a different night. All right. <laughs> we'll save it for some drinks. All right. Thank Sounds you. good to me. Thank you, Kristen. You're very welcome. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Rad Podcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Don Show. Until next week, namaste, bitches. The Rad 